to Klaus Schwab all of our mind, soul bank accounts and land and private property all for the benefit of Schwab he is allowed to kill my children he may kill me as I stand proudly ready to be cut down by one God Klaus he will dictate our steps to a new future with perfect beings incapable of death. He will improve on God's creation. The Wizard of Oz, Klaus Schwab. Yes, well, nothing new. He could have had a job as a carnival barker, pretty cool. He could have had a job in the circus. Yeah, he could have had all those things because his IQ is about, um, well, actually, those people are a lot smarter than him. He's, he's, he's like a, and again, I keep going on this because I, I keep going back to things he's written and, and, and I, I should probably bring some examples, but this is not a wise man. The corporations that follow him are complete blithering idiots. They know how to work their corporation, but they don't know anything about life, about, you know, existence. They've been at this corporate game chasing the dollars around their whole lives. They don't know anything. But they want a one-size-fits-all for you. Now, I've been hearing the screams and seeing the yelling and screaming, and I say, I wish you'd get up five minutes earlier, man. But you're going to wait. Yes, so I'm going to make predictions today what's going to happen. Number one, the American people will wait. And uh, they're not going to... No, no, no need to strike. No, they're going to wait and see if... With the idea that maybe there'll be a political solution. And... um, You know, they have the, the, the elections, you know, are rigged. I mean, you know that. But they're watching very closely now this year. And uh, But you remember the last midterms in 2018? Do you remember that? Ben's, Ben's is literally on top of me now. I should get a picture to show. He's really a circus dog. But I'm sorry, you're not going to be working for Klaus Schwab. So here's the thing, you know, part of the ritual, let's externalize the whole thing. So part of the ritual is your suffering, because that gives the power in consciousness, right? When you scream, they harvest that. And that then goes to the, you know, the ultimate totalitarian power, 
which is then used to put in the one world government and force people to compliance. And then we have dumb bozos with guns called the military, which are the, the, probably the, at this point in time, we have the dumbest military of all time, incapable of winning wars. But our military is good for one thing. They have no loyalty to their own citizens. So they can just march up and down the street shooting people who don't comply. And that'll be a shocker when that starts happening. Uh, but remember, it's because they're stupid, you know. And there's really, you know, I would say, you want to get some target practice in. You know, there's, I mean, we have a military. We have a Pentagon. We have a, you know, an administration and a, and a Washington, and a, you know, and a State Department that is so stupid about human affairs. <clears throat> Even the mind control is 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 gotten rather, you know, um, basic, very very obvious. You know, when you look at uh, the various, you know, the woke programs and the LGBTQ, and we don't want white people in the future, Germany says, and. That I mean, take Germany's new statement. It's not Germany. This was the Green Party of Germany. We will not put white people in our books because our future of Germany is diverse. I.e., is is you know the Green Party is racist. Okay, fine. So that statement alone, you know, that came out last night. That statement alone is one of the stupidest statements. This is the same ethos that a Klaus Schwab comes from, that Merkel comes from, that the UN comes from. Because, you know, we all know the main drive is, is the, main, the main, you know, architecture of it all is driven by pedophilia. You know, pedophilia, you know, Satanism, rituals, uh, you, you know, all the... Events that you see, the you know that we've never gotten to the bottom of you know nine eleven, all these different traumatizing things, are to control the population. They're all done in certain dates and in certain times, and their sorcerers have figured out exactly when and where to uh, you know to 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 keep the people down. Because let's face it, there's only a few people at the top running the thing, so how, they have to figure out how to keep the whole thing under their control. Because if the people wake up and, and react, then they're over, you know. But 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 you don't see them reacting because they're too fucking stupid to even you know wipe their ass right. So now we have a real problem. In fact, literally from the White House, right? So now we have the most pathetic human beings in all history, the weakest, the stupidest. Uh, the most gullible and the most idiotic of all human specimens. And all of this was caused by one thing. No, they weren't born that way. You know, babies are born with great intelligence if they're having a chance to be born. But only a stupid man or a stupid woman would want to abort a baby, especially if it's something like that's inconveniencing me from my big career that I'm going to have as a, as a real show performer. Yeah, baby. Strip her down there. Get her on that fucking pole, will you? Dumb broad. Uh, yeah, glad you had that abortion so you can work the pole. Good. Stay there. And when you're all washed up, we'll send you up to Tonopah, to the bar up there, to the Mustang Ranch. Then you can uh, just like, retire. Maybe you'll become a madam, you know.
Yeah. I, so much for your Hollywood career. Oh, no, but you had an abortion? Yes. You know, God, thank you. But the benefit of the abortion went to your handlers, to your others who encouraged you to have the abortion. They and they alone get the credit. Because all abortions are money. Every abortion represents money. Money, money, money. Not, usually not to the victim, i.e. the woman who's pregnant, but to the society, or more specifically, to the close network of people handling that woman, which would be, you know, family members, club members, members of the same uh, you know, sewing circle, and, you know, the beach club, and, you know, all these little clubs where they just watch each other all day long in a stranglehold until they can finally choke them off and die. Because why? Because their lives are worthless, is why. Your life is worthless. You know, like in America, most lives are worthless. So they, they sit around trying to scheme how to get ahead. They're not going to get ahead. You know, the, the whole point of being here is to suffer, not to get ahead. The whole point of life on earth is to suffer, not to get ahead. You know, and I say, well, what about the Lord? Well, with the Lord, uh, the Lord has his plan. That's his plan. And a lot of the Lord's people are suffering right now, this moment. Would you like to help? I got a guy in need right now. He needs, uh, he needs $800 right now. Would you like to help? <laughs> my, double down my point. You know, do, do you want to help? We got, uh, you know, they're going to kill about, you know, 10 people today in Pakistan, uh, you know, uh, because they're the Taliban. We might be able to buy their freedom. Are you going to help? Well, let's say you had the money in the bank. We, we are pregnant. Could you please get an abortion so we can get some money over there? Now, I'm just, I'm being very facetious today because I'm trying to make a point. All humans are seen as commodities, you know, it's basically as cattle. And that's why you're seeing, you know, you go, well, how could they be so cruel? It's not about being cruel. It's they're, they, they're not anthropomorphizing, you know, they're, and they're not you know, anthropocentric regarding... Humans are seen as cattle. They're seen as a lower grade. So so they're just seen as... Like you see cattle. Did you mourn the cows that were dead? Did you mourn those cows? From the intense heat? <laughs> Which we've had every freaking summer. Every summer we have that kind of heat. Of course, this time we had lots of dead cows. Did anybody even react? No. So I would say, you know, we are, in the USA anyway, and this is a big thing for them. This is a big feather in their cap. They've been trying to bring down the the, the Satanists. Okay, okay. They've been trying, you know, the Jacobins, <laughs> the, the revolutionaries. <laughs> They've been trying to bring down America for decades and decades, and this is their big push because they figure they've, Destroyed it from within, right? Through perversion, through pedophilia. 
That's the one way to make sure those kids will never fight back. They're too traumatized. You don't see these these uh, people that are in the, you know getting this kind of sex education, how to give the perfect blowjob to your teacher. You don't see them picking up a gun and fighting, you know, joining the army or something. You, know, you, you don't see any of that. No. Here's what's going to happen to people like that. Tanks are going to roll in from the UN, and they're going to be freaking decimated. They're going to be piling up the transgenders on the, on the sidewalks, piling up all, all, all the kids, because why? Because they didn't learn to fight. They got hooked, you know, hooked them on sex and also drugs. And then, you know, the no white people thing is part of the communist agenda of divide and conquer. And the LGBTQ is a is a very hostile, left-wing, godless, predatory attack on youth that says we will make all youth, um, you know, gay, transgender, whatever, all alternate, whatever. We, we, we're up to 50% now, we're going to go for 100%. And that's the scale that the invaders look at to know when to invade. Once the children are gone, and our children are basically gone, so, you know, they're gone. <laughs> you might as well accept it. But once the rest of them are, are gone, then, of course, that's the time to invade because no one's going to do anything. I mean, I mean, you know, that's, I just, I guess I just have to, you know, it's not very popular saying what I'm saying, but I'm sorry. I, I just don't see, I've queried a lot of people and friends and, None of them are willing to, to, to fight either, and, and not in a bad way. They're not being bad people, but they just, all of them think that somehow this is going to, you know, uh, turn around. Right now, we're in a real crunch where the, do you, you realize the dollar is at parity with the euro? You know, that's a stunning, stunning, stunning situation, and that's making things very difficult. Very. And um, I don't know who's going to be in business. I mean, we're just going to keep watching. I'm not sure how much further we can go with this, you know, as a, as a, as a system. I see a lot of people out of work, a lot of businesses failing because of the fact that uh, there just isn't the money there to support the system there to support the business and the business payouts, salaries have gone through the roof. You know, how are people going to make payroll? I'm wondering that. How do we make payroll? I mean, how do we how do we survive? You know, I I, I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm hearing people screaming and yelling about uh, you, you know. Um, being billed a, a tremendous amount of money for like, you know, you know, uh, for this or that, they can't afford to pay the bill. So if that's the case, then, um, you know, there's a lot of people that can't pay the bills. Those utilities will be shut off. And, you know, this is what I'm, so while I'm asking people, what are they going to do? I've, Literally, not one person that I've talked to has anything but, you know, hope they have hoping it gets better. And um, they're now beginning to not be able to pay the bills. So, this is just the beginning of that. 
So I would say with another six months of this, it's going to be real chaos. I, I wouldn't blame them to lock down and using martial law the country and Europe and, you know, the rest of it uh, just after the midterms or around that time because what are people going to do? You know, Klaus Schwab, you know, being, he, he's the de facto dictator. He's the head. Klaus Schwab's great fascist reset he has no compassion for people, and he's the one that, you know, tells Biden to jack up the uh, inflation. Biden jacks it up to the point where now we're going to be in a recession, and people are not already not being able to pay their bills. So what do you think they're going to do? Well, here's what I know they're doing. They're doubling down on it. They want to have a crisis more quickly, at least by the time of the midterm, so that after that would be martial law. And then, of course... Then you have interrogation. The idea is to round up all the <clears throat> free thinkers, you know, people like us, um, you know, God people, you know, Trump supporters, of conservatives, libertarians, constitutionalists, you know, just, just uh, intelligent people in general that have intelligence because the other side has no intelligence. They're, they're, I don't care what anyone says anymore. I, I've, I've tried to reason. There's... Nobody home, okay? No, nothing there. No, no. It, when they spout historical facts and things like that to try to intimidate you, 99% of them, when you check the facts, are wrong. They've memorized wrong talking points. So it's, so that, but they act like they're real tough, you know what I mean? So I've got no time for that. Because then when you come back, you say, well, I looked at this up and you're wrong on bump, bump, bump. They're not there anymore to listen because the whole point was to intimidate you. See what I mean? So there is no there there. There is no communication. It's over. It's over. Remember, we went through a divorce. Now we're post-divorce. Now we're going to really come into this slam thing. And, and again, I don't anticipate uh, Americans really... Um, you, you know, fighting back in any way but within the system. You know, trying to get voting or trying to do whatever they're trying to do. Meanwhile, this criminal cabal is breaking every law because they don't have to follow laws. They can say, okay, go ahead and vote, and then they'll just deny your vote. You know, it, it's, that's what you're dealing with. So I don't see this big improvement at the midterms. Because we never, I told you, the, the, I had a prophetic word from the Lord that says, if you don't straighten out this 2018 midterm, that, that it will continue, you, you will never get another chance. And what did Americans do? They put their heads in the sand, they didn't do anything. Now we have this, a stolen election, criminals in, in, in every position of power, a weak, you know, feckless, stupid military that can't tie its own shoelaces, and could never win a war with, I mean, you couldn't win a war right now. Like if there was a war with Vietnam or something, the Vietnamese would kick the, the living daylights out of Americans. There'd be nothing left. You know, I mean, that's, that's where we're at. That's, I'm sorry. It was a by design. They were going to weak it out. You know, now what they're concerned with now is sex. You know, when you become obsessed with sex, perverted sex, what happens is it opens up portals into these demonic realms, you know what I mean? And then they, then the these beings, these these things, you know, th that can bind you, come through those portals. 
and they bind you to that perversion and they open up, you know, it's like chains they, they put on you. So that instead of being a person, you're consumed all day long with, you know, like people, you know, like if, if you get hooked on pornography or anything like that, you know, it goes, it just keeps going and going and going until something's done about it, until there's deliverance, right? Otherwise, it's going to just keep, you know, it's, see, here's the thing. It's going to weaken the person and occupy the mind so that the whole point of the pornography or perversion is to come in and get mind control on that person, right? By the, uh, you know, the, the super being collective, whatever, by the, by the mass satanic, uh, you know, monster consciousness to get control of that person, even to be able to blackmail that person and to, to be able to, you know, so, one of the big things that goes on in our society that's poisoned our society was that, uh, you know, it's all been a game of, of, of consent. In other words, of getting people to consent to heinous acts of, you know, to criminal sex. Sex with minors, you know, sex with uh, whatever. I mean, that's what's illegal now. You know, gay sex, sex with minors, all sex to... to Fill that, okay? To And so when people get obsessed with that kind of stuff, it's all day long. It's not like they think about it once a day. It's, they're all day long consumed with it. So they're not able to, say, have a project or have this or have that or have any other thing going. Then on top of that, using that for then control to force them into certain political ideologies and certain, um, you know, I, I guess what you call it is certain binds with certain people, certain social groups that watch each other. So what happens is they get into that slavery where they can't say anything about anybody and they can't complain about the government. They can't, you know, they can't have redress. They can't, you know, they're not operating from, they're living in the shadows with their perversions and their illegalities, their drugs and their sex and their vices and their all the things that they're living with. And um, when you promote all that, which which we did from, I guess, the 60s on, the whole point of it is not just control, but political control on a global basis, so that when the New World Order comes in, the, the fascist reset, uh, totalitarian comes in, they give up their, you know, they've already given up their freedom. That's the point. Because when you're in bondage, you're not free. When you're in bondage to some kind of obsessive sex or some sex is a good way to get people out. Drugs is another way, gambling, you know, various methods. But ultimately, the the whole point of all these things is control. So that person's not a problem, right? As long as you keep your mouth shut, we'll keep the secret for you. Vote the way we want. Be a good liberal and be quiet, and then you won't be bothered. And when the when the the grill when the uh, crunched up uh, uh, cricket meal comes, you just start making your burgers and your omelets or whatever. Make it out of the cricket meal, please, and don't complain. Thank you. And they'll do it because they got to protect their their whole other alt life that's going on that other people do know about who are hooked up to the next rung in the ladder up the social ladder, so they keep an eye on. Everybody keeps an eye on everybody. That's what clubs are for. People join clubs, the beach clubs and the 
hunting clubs and the golf clubs and this club and that club so that they could keep their eye on each other so that they can, because they all have to be consenting to be in these clubs, right? Consenting to have the other guys back to, you know, to, to, uh, you know, uh, sacrifice themselves for the greater good, whatever, you know, to keep their mouths shut, in other words. So that there's all these secrets. And churches, I failed to mention, churches is the big one. That's where all the secrets are kept, right? There's this, nobody did anything wrong there. Where these, you know, then, then enter in the human trafficking, you know, snuff films, uh, you know, perverted films, you know, all that stuff is raging. And, and even having something like that, a snuff film, you could go to jail for a long, long time. Well, they don't go to jail. They, they're handed out like candy. Because once they see that film, you see now you own them. They're mine. See, they're cattle. I've now broken my cat, got my cattle, and he's going to stay in the, in the, uh, you know, on the cattle farm with the other cattle. And when it comes time for harvest or for slaughter, then so be it. And so what I think God was trying to do, you know, with this whole thing is, is like, you know, that's, of course, all that's very unpleasant and very much death, you know. So what God's trying to do is say, hey, look, here's the way, the truth, and the life. You know, here's real life. Here's the overcoming of all of that. Here's Jesus, who is God, the overcomer of all of it. And you can get caught up in that, in the way, the truth, and life, and overcome all of it right now. All this stuff, all this um, negativity, all this, uh, this, these, these horrible people doing horrible things to each other, you know. And... Um, you know, and, and I and I trust God. I mean, if, if, you know, if God wants, you know, is going to lead us to fight back or fight this or fight and stand up and be a, be a man, stand up and be a woman, stand up and be an adult, that would be a great thing to see. I don't know if it's going to happen. But, you know, I, I can't put my hope on that. My hope's got to be with the Lord. Because man's not going to do it for me. I, I know that, I know that, you know, we're all weak and, we let each other down. We don't mean to. We don't want to. But we're, you know, a lot of us are compromised by, you know, stuff from the past. And there's, there's demonic strongholds. There's soul ties. What about that? All you adulterers out there, you got soul ties, right? And that's fucked your whole life up. Yeah, you know, the, there's a reason that, you know, there were things like Jesus saying, you know, woman, you've got five husbands. Because... You know, Jesus is trying to save that woman's life, the woman at the well. He's trying to, you know, he's trying to tell her, you know, no sense hiding it, woman. Everybody knows. You know, I mean, you know, yes, the, yes, people can fall into all that kind of stuff, but the key is, you know, with, with Jesus is when that light comes into you of the Lord, then it's time to give that up and it's time to just say, hey, you know what? Blackmail me all you want, do whatever you want, but I'm done with all this. Let it become a form of testimony that will then show the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of total deliverance, which happens immediately. You should read my book, Lamb. If you want to see what it's like to really get something happening, 
read the part, if you have the book, read the part where Justin, the rock star, and his father, uh, Justin's giving a concert, and he converts like, you know, because he just becomes like this floating being of life. It's an amazing miracle that happens to all the people. And they all start screaming, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And they get filled with all their weeping and their wailing. And the Holy Spirit's moving. The whole rock concert turned out from a stupid man's rock concert, right? With all those dumb lyrics to this enlightened thing on its own. And Justin was flying around in the, the top of the, you know, he had a little rig that he, was, he would fly over them. You know, but what he was doing is he was reading them scripture, reading them different parts of scripture, different things. And um, they were screaming. And while that was happening, the assassin, he took his spot and he had his, you know, he had his, uh, you know, gun and his scope and everything. And he was, uh, you know, lined up. And, um, you know, but the people were all, see, it didn't matter because, you know, when they found that they were going to kill him at a concert, he was like, picture a guy like well like Kanye West when he was like beginning to make some sense but then, then he didn't right he, he he ran back to his you know mommy grabbed his balls again right yanked him back to UCLA UCLA the home of the neuropsychiatric institute it, oh I know you don't know what that means that's okay boy oh boy what a history of psychiatry there is there though oh yeah yeah, baby, you know. Sirhan, Sirhan. <laughs> John Hinckley. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, um, and numerous others. Um, no, not that they were at UCLA, but their doctor was. He ran UCLA. He ran the whole, he ran all of Los Angeles. For a while, uh, mainly experimenting with LSD and implants to try to keep those Latinos and blacks down so there are no more Watts riots. Right? He's working with your buddy old Ronnie Reagan. Remember him? What a complete total loser that guy was. Under the thumb of mommy, right? Nancy the occultist. Oh, he was a hunting club guy. Ronnie, oh yeah, he belonged to all the clubs. He was a club guy. He was in all the clubs. Everything. He was Lou Wasserman's boy. You remember Lou? Good old Lou. Anyway, but back to the subject. Sorry, I digress. I've just... You know, there are things I know that maybe people forget. Anyway, um, remember when Nancy was like having, you know, seances? Was it Nancy or was it Hillary? I think it was Hillary that had the seance of trying to conjure Eleanor Roosevelt. Do you remember that? Didn't Well, Nancy was big, way higher on the totem pole than Nancy was more like my own mother. You know, they were that I'd call them about equal generational witch in her case, as most people are in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. Anyway, so 
the whole point is, even though the guy gets shot, you know, and he's up above the crowd, he's floating around up there, and the music's swelling, and, the, and you know, it's going by itself. Now there's music that no one's ever heard of. It's coming from the windows of heaven have been busted open, and what's influenced is this Holy Spirit. You know, people are completely caught up in it. Then they shoot him, and he falls down. I remember he hits the 27th row, uh, row 27, you know, down in the middle there somewhere, toward the back. And, uh, you know, but it's okay because, see, all these people, they were all converted to Christ. That converted through reason. Although reason's a good, I wish reason could help. I've got a lot of ability to reason, but, I mean, it hasn't really gotten me anywhere. This, this rock star experience, though, at Lamb, you read that. And then you're going to see what could possibly happen in the future. And, um, you know, and, I, and I'm hoping that the despair of people uh, will lead to, you know, just real intense immersion into Christ, you know, because I, I think I painted a picture that's pretty bleak that just shows that you, you have hope, but there's really it's no good to put your hope... I mean, here's a mistake people make. I'm putting my hope in this thing we're doing because God, God's watching out for us. He's going to make it so it's all right and everything's fine. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's faith. That's good. No, no critique there on that. But really, it's the hope in Christ. And it doesn't really matter what your endeavor is. See what I mean? That, that's that's the the, the the real root of it is the hope in Christ that that the Lord will lead you. And then, as you look back on your life, you see that the Lord has led you this way, that way, this way, that way, and out of confrontation, out of problems. So it's going to be. I, I guess the thing that I'm. I mean, Lamb. The whole purpose of Lamb was to make to have a book that people of the world could relate to, not simply a Christian book where they could see this stuff in action. Satanism, uh, you know, moving, movings of you know, real prophets, real apocalypse, real stuff, and then real life on the other hand. And so that they would, it would be irrefutable that they would read this book and they would just, you know, instantly just give themselves to the Lord because it just, I can't make a better case. When I read the Christian books, it's like, you know, it, it, you know, you know, there are books where people fall away and then they find the Lord again, or the different kinds of scenarios that happen to people. But it's not the same. This is more like real world. But then the the rewards in Christ are like ten million times more insane and intense. You know, so you get this great, um, real spiritual battle happening. But you also see how God's will will be done. And you also see the admonishment to the United States. Uh, there's a whole bunch of scripture that, that I quote. I mean, I do a lot of reading of the Bible. There's a lot of scriptures I quote in the end, you know, that basically show why, you know, the U.S. had to be wiped out. Yes, well, you know, on the one hand, the book is about a destruction of the West Coast by God. <clears throat> and God's prophets leading a group of people out, a remnant. Very, very interesting thing to see. Uh, 
you know, um, I guess, you know, I didn't have anyone to promote the book and I didn't really know what to, what to do once I got it done. It was a big book, a lot of pages, there's a lot of words. So it looks daunting, you know, when, to read it. It looks intimidating because it's so big. It's a big book. And, uh, but that's what the story is, you know. And um, I, you know, you kind of wind up in the same place you wound up in before. You know, you wind up being Jesus, where Jesus said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, these people don't know what they're doing. You know, the, the, the place is going to go to destruction because of their ignorance, because they won't repent. I can't be responsible for it. I have to call it. And you cannot tell me that there are enough people that are praying right now that that that, uh, that are really, you know, there's a whole generation that's been wiped out. That'd be the youth. I expect nothing from them. That, well, except that they need to be repaired. Yes. But yeah, in terms of being fit for service, I don't see that. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, but then I only have a carnal mind. I'm just a stupid human. So, you know, this is what it looks like, though that they're bringing hell intentionally because they need to feed off the harvest, which will be the consciousness. And then once they have that power, then they're going to, you know, then it becomes, you know, military up and down the streets and, you know, the lockdown forever type of thing. The forest eating of bugs and, and also human parts. It's very, 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 very important to them to get you to eat human parts, even if it's just baby parts to get you involved in cannibalism because that's an abomination unto God. And so it's something that, that they, they want to show the Lord that you're so corrupt, you see. You're so weak and feckless. You're so, you know, wishy-washy on sin. You're so wishy-washy on your morals. Anything we ask you to say, you'll say just to save your own hide, which is the exact opposite of what the Lord wants, Right. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're all in that boat. We we don't know till we're tested. But this is this is you know, this is the state of America. So I, I can't tell you I I you know, as far as Klaus Schwab becoming the world dictator, I I see people and children singing Pledge of Allegiance to Schwab now. I don't see a big pushback. I've seen, you know, demonstrations in, in Germany and, uh, you know, Netherlands and, and a few other places from the farmers and stuff. But, you know, just like Trudeau crushed them in Canada. So, I'm, you know, I, I'd love to avoid the kind of pain that's, you know, here at this point. But I, I don't know what to tell you, you know, except that, you know, the, the people that have their eyes on the Lord are going to be the most at peace. I, that's, I mean, I'm at peace right now just because of that. At the same time, the Lord has me warning. And I'm kind of like my book, Lamb, in the sense that I'm, I'm more of a lay person, just kind of like a fellow 
human out here, not really a professional religious guy. And I'm not trying to do it anything religious. I'm not here to be like a religious, you know, I'm not here saying, well, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I guess we're all ministries to a certain extent. When you're in Christ, you become a ministry of sorts. But I mean, I've, I've kept the cussing going. I've kept the, uh, you know, I've straightened up a few things too. You know, I've, I've tried to, you know, beat back sin. I've, 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 I've overcome a lot of the negative thinking and, and, and sorrow that I've had for so many years. You know, I'm beginning to get through some of that. But, you know, the Lord then shows me the state of the world. And it's like, well, you know, there, there's, there's not something wrong with the world. That's the wrong thing to say, whoever said that. There's something wrong with people in the world. Let's be more succinct. And that something is, unless they get some help, they're going to become the Klaus Schwab monsters, murderers, child abusers, you know, you know, you know whatever, you know, you know vice... Uh, promoters, you know, and, and what does vice do? Brings you down to a very low base level and has other people controlling you. That's what vice is for. Control. They know you're doing it. The government watches all the Pornhub and all that. They know what you're, what you're into. Oh, I just can't. Maybe if I were like Justin and sacrificed myself. You know, that's too late now. I'm too old. Doesn't mean as much as when you're young, right? Besides, we've had Jesus. But, you know, how can you get through to people to make them understand that there is no future here? We are all, why? Because we're all going to die, that's why. When you're dead, there's no future after you're dead. That's it, you're dead, and whoever comes after you doesn't, it's irrelevant. It's not relevant. You're gone. It's not relevant. Hello, wake up. It doesn't matter what kind of legacy you leave. It doesn't matter any of it. It's over. You're gone. Whatever the next generation is going to do, they're going to do. It's, it's, you can't control that. They can't control you. You're gone, and then they'll they'll then there'll be another generation. I mean, or there won't be. Maybe God will pull the plug. But I mean, the whole point is, it doesn't matter. You you can't take it with you, but you can't leave it here either. Eventually, they'll forget about you. You know, I've seen it over and over again with the, the greatest people. <clears throat> Eventually, you know, a couple generations down the road, they, 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 they mention your name. They say, well, what's that? You know what I mean? And you'd have to go look it up on the Internet or something. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it won't even be there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just you know, poof, a vapor, just poof, and you're gone. And you're gone, and I'm gone. We're gone. We're gone. We have not anything to do with this earth. The Bible is very clear. And uh, I would take the Bible over 
just about anything right now, but in Ecclesiastes, one of the most wise chapters ever written in the history of mankind. Uh, yes, I said mankind. Thank you very much. You know, take your woke and, you know, put it in the dark space that it, along with your head. Thank you. Uh, I just, I can't stand racists. Whether they're black racists, whether they're white racists, it doesn't really matter. Racism, people that would become racist like that, I just don't get along with them. You know what I mean? Because I've, I've just, I welcome any opportunity for any kind of collaboration or talk or, you know, it's hard to find, you know, any kind of companionship or any kind of friendship. It's hard to find. Beggars can't be choosers, you know. Well, I hope they're 23 years old. I hope they're not 80. You know, the biggest thing we face, uh, that I face, that I notice, is where people don't even see me. Like one guy told me, he goes, you blend into the background very well. Well, it's it's because of my age. I blend, yes, I, I may not, I may be as conscious as I was when, uh, 10 years ago, but I now blend into the background very well, thank you very much. I blend into the background very well, thank you very much. Talk about suicide. Well, the main thing you need to know about suicide is that suicide is, um, you know, an act of ignorance. Because it's not a one-to-one, it has no, it has no connection to the point of, of, you know, what the life was about anyway. A lot of people, they kill themselves, I'll just take Francesca. She killed herself because she wanted love, normal love, not, not, not be, you know, not S&M love, you know, not kinky love, not being beaten, not being abused and all that, that was like, maybe, you know, perhaps echoing her childhood when she was away from us. I mean, we didn't, we didn't see her in her childhood. But um, whatever the thing was, she couldn't, she was wired to a certain, you might call it hardwired to, to need a, abusive relationships. And she also had tremendous social phobias where she couldn't actually even, it got so severe that she couldn't even dine with her friends or be seen outside. It was really becoming a crisis point. So they put her on, you know, a drug like Zoloft or one of those psychotropics, and you know, next thing you know, she she uh, killed herself. But what she said in is in her note, apparently, according to her mother, was, you know, I just want love, and I can't have it because I'm wired that way. She took the walk, the 500 mile walk of the Santiago walk in Spain hoping to be, become closer with God, you know, and she's going to do it a second time. Did she do it twice, Trish? Yep. She did it twice. So once she was... with her mother and once alone. And she did once with her mother. So they, you know, she was looking for God to, to, to heal her. And she never got healed. You know, well, you know, what are you going to do, blame God? It wasn't part of the plan, you know. It was, you know, God sometimes says to us, well, maybe you're not the marrying kind. Maybe you're not going to get that kind of love unless it's agape love, you know, between people that are, you know, celibate and not not engaging in sex. Maybe you need to become celibate and become like, you know, in service of the Lord. 
And there are people they say, it's like a death sentence to that. They, they just that, that's the end of their life. They'd rather kill themselves than become celibate. Paul had to become celibate. He was such a you know. I mean, you, you can imagine the debauched life he had in Rome, right? Being a, an elite Jew and elite Roman citizen, both having <clears throat> tremendous connections and hanging out at all those Roman soirees with all the boys and all the torture. and all the debauchery, and then, of course, his favorite, going around killing innocent Christians. Yeah, just stoning them to death. <laughs> it was fun. And then all that, you know, what must have been just a tremendous desire on Paul's part, you know, to, to you know, sexual desire, you know, for, you know, the whole sort of pedophile model that they had, you know, in Rome at that time, and uh, and other debaucheries, including, you know, but I mean that that that's a big one. I mean, you know, they they went kind of the same way before the Roman Empire fell. They went the same way. They 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 kind of polit- political correctness. I mean, it was almost like, you know, they had the boys. They had the the you know, that 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 whole idea came from Greece of boy man love. You know, from the uh, the Greek. Um, what did they call them? About the time of the New Testament, it was the Greek uh, pastorals, where there's, you know, an older guy, householder, successful life, you know, meets a young prepubescent boy and they fall in love or whatever. It's, uh, it's written up as romances. Rom- not porn, no, romances. Well, I understand how weird it is, but uh, it's true. And um, so that Paul pledged celibacy to serve the Lord. He knew he had to put that aspect of himself down. He couldn't allow that to start working on his mind and, you know, opening up portals. And, you know, he had to get beyond that. He had to have deliverance. So his deliverance was literally serving Jesus. And he sacrificed all that you know, in, in in the spirit of overcoming sin. In his particular case, he had to, you know, knock it off because he wasn't married, right? He didn't have a household, you know, so he was, like, all in in that kind of life. People get really mad. They go, are you saying that Paul was gay? I was like, well, gay? What do you mean by gay? You know, by gay, you know, you, you know I, I guess by what you, your definition, of course he was, but that, but that's, they all were. Don't you understand that? Well, they're all bi. And there are some that were strictly gay. And, you know, there, there probably weren't many heterosexuals, just that only. Because that's the pattern that all civilizations go through. They all go through that pattern, and then they collapse. The same pattern here, yes, and then they collapse. People keep thinking there's going to be something in the future. I go, well, what are you going to do about this, that, and the other thing? I go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's just wishful thinking. You know, you hope God doesn't smack you down because, you know, it's, uh, you know, are those children in school right now? Yeah. Are they being taught, uh, you know, the, 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 
you know, to be gay, to be this, to be trans, and all that stuff, uh, with the teachers present? Are they fondling uh, each other in front of the teacher so the teacher can instruct them? Uh, yes. <laughs> Game over, dude. Your country's done. Why is that so bad? Love is love. You know, they they all. Whenever you hear people say love is love, it means it means they are a pedophile. That's what it means. And they want to have love. They don't want to be bothered with illegality. Anyway, they're all obsessed with sex. That's all they think about. All day long, that's it. And or being, you know, a trans, becoming transgender and then, you know, being in the Olympics and beating the girls or, or whatever, you know, whatever other, you know, abomination they can come up with. It's not like this in China. It's not like this in Europe. It's not like this anywhere in the world. It's here. So, and the reason it's here is because they want the U.S. to implode into the hands of Klaus Schwab with the help of Soros, Biden, Biden's son, and the rest of the compliant idiot slaves that are in the State Department, idiot people in the Pentagon, my God. Used to be, if you wanted to get, if you wanted to become a full bird colonel or go up the ladder and Anything in the military, you had to basically be a near genius to do it. Plus a hard worker. Not today. There's a whole group of these men wearing skirts, military skirts and, and pumps. Yeah. Sitting around with each other. And the military is all good with it. You know, so what? what is this? Some kind of a... A social, you know, you know, experiment using the military. I mean, you don't intend to ever win another war because you couldn't. You could, you could, you could launch the North Korean army on the West Coast, and they would beat the crap out of the National Guard and the military and everything else, and probably missiles too. Probably with missiles too. Get their point across, because you see, in North Korea, they're tough. They may not be nourished properly. They may be smaller than the rest of the people on the planet just because of, you know, withholding food by Kim Jong-un and others. But, you know, basically, you know, uh, when you have a decadent military, you cannot win a war. You just can't, you know, just go up the chain of command a little bit. When people start making decisions up the chain of command, when you're completely contaminated by, you know, um, addiction, okay, which is really what it is, because I don't want to just, you know, because if they're doing that, then they're, they're all into the Adderall and the, you know what I mean, and the, and the, and the, the pain pills and the, you know, the whole bit, right? It all goes together, and the alcohol, yeah, it all goes together. What do you think is going to happen? What, what, you know, the Pentagon should be doing right now, if they had any intelligence whatsoever, which they don't, but if they did, if there was someone there with an IQ above a shoe size, what they should do to survive is to, you know, repent and to, to help uh, in the effort of creating a, you know, patriotic uh, union, you know, of, of normal people in government. I don't care whether they're left or right or whatever they are, they're just not ideologues and Marxists and, you know, people faking it, you know, with mask, the masquerading. And they, they should try to restore, 
you know, some order in, in elections and get rid of all the people that are there now. Just, just flush them all out. You know, just put them down in Gitmo. Put them on an island somewhere. Get them out of here. I mean, because unless you can stand watching, you know, crime bosses like Pelosi and then Gavin Newsom and they're coming to, they're getting Gavin ready for the White House and they want to do it with that. No, they, they are planning on having the 2024 election. They are planning on, they, they're not planning on uh, anything because Biden today is signing executive orders. Which means that he doesn't plan to be replaced. Well, that you won't ever be able to overturn them. So rather than going to Congress, where there might be a tough thing, he's going to sign the orders, which only work if he's not going to be replaced. He wouldn't sign them unless he had was pretty sure that that he and his program and the Democrats and whatever they're doing. You know, meaning the globalists, Klaus Schwab slaves, that that they would they understand, and of course the rhinos are in there too. Yeah, we know that. I just don't like people that don't like the Constitution. Sorry, I don't like people that won't help their fellow man. Sorry, I don't like people that say that you know, God is the problem. And people should never have existed. Sorry. Or I'm here to help improve humanity by meddling with the genome and creating hybrids. Sorry, I don't like people like that because they're stupid. I don't like stupid. I get bored with stupid. Bored because they say the same thing. They do the same thing. Every time they get a chance, it's the same thing. Global warming, climate change. You know, and then the, the newest one is that Oh my God, it's a homophobic America. They don't want everyone to be transgender. Oh my God. Can, can, a, can a transgender be a lesbian? No. You go to jail. Go to jail now. Can a transgender, can a man have a baby? Of course he can. Is it a what? What does a man do with a uh, cotex? Since the military is to, dispensing them to the barracks, what what do, what are they supposed to do with them? Wipe their ass with them? I mean, really, what are they supposed to do? You know, the reason they're doing all this is to create insanity. When you believe this is all for your own good and that it's normal, you're insane. And when you're insane, you're dead! You're freaking dead! Because you're conquerable! And everybody wants to conquer the United States. You're worthless! And stupid! And ugly! And a fool! And you've killed everybody. Wait, it's the teacher's fault. No, it's not the teacher's fault. I had those teachers. I rejected what they said based on common sense when I was like, when they were trying to get to, I didn't have the indoctrination because I was interrupted for several years. Shall we put it that way? (laughs) 
But yes, when I was around them, trying to piece together my own education, yes, they, they were there saying it's the white European men that are at fault. They should be eradicated from the earth. Yes, even in my youth, I got that from the dumb commies. Who, well, they're like little ants, though. They're, they're very fierce. They all get together and they work collectively. And all they want to do is just pick off anybody that has their own mind. But when you believe that in, you know, in your barracks, in the military, that when they distribute the codexes, cotex, I should say, not codex, but cotex, or whatever other kind of tampon, thing, when they distribute those, you know that's insanity, right? You know it. I'm feeling very, very angry now that just at the thought of these, you know, men being all put in dresses and have their balls snipped off as a big conquering celebration. Never ever forget who your enemy is, folks. As far as those people on that side of things that serve that, um... Is it really a there but for the grace of God go I? Is it? I know we were trained to say that. But is it? Or are they really them? Or are they really them? Or are they really them? Are they them? Are they? Or are they there but for the grace of God go I? What are they? Them or I? Which one? Them or I? So if you can't answer that, it's going to be very hard for you to identify which way is up and which way is down. Are they sane? If they're not sane, what should be done with them? If they're shopping for Kotex and they're a male, uh, 22 years old, uh, in you know military fatigues, uh, you know, and bunking with you know women, who eventually will prefer to have their balls cut off, uh, right? So they can rise up in some kind of powered strength. Much easier when you neuter the male population. The fact that we even hear this eugenics is like. Joseph Mengele. Is there anyone who doubts this is a Nazi situation? You know, this is the continuation of the work of the final solution of Adolf Hitler. Anyone who doubts it connects into the occult, same secret societies, aliens, UFOs, Antarctica. Anybody who doubts who Klaus Schwab is. You know, these people are decorated Nazis, just like Soros, Schwab, all of them. Gates, they're all in the same club. The Nazis, in one sense, won World War II, you know, in that sense, of scientifically, and came to the United States, you know, and, and continued to grow 
And what you're seeing is the the out the the result of all that growth is the WEF, the the World Economic Forum, is modern day Germany and Switzerland and Austria, is the Great Collider, is all that, all the secret societies, is the need to speak fluid German if you really want to go up the ladder, even with masonry. Why would that be so secret? I don't know anyone who knows anything about it. I mean, I just I just got this from my own family. I just wonder why nobody else says anything about it. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You know, why aren't we speaking German? Since that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, the fourth, the third Reich simply reorganized and went global in the victory of World War II. Yep, and now you're seeing the fruits of that labor. Well, they'll say communist, that's for the masses, but of course, you know, to to get the German thing, before the word Nazi, you know, there was, you know, in Germany, there was, you know, there was a guy, a filmmaker that did a precautionary tale called Metropolis. His name was Fritz Lang, a great director, and had even he made it a spiritual battle. Even had the horror, the dance of the horror of Babylon is in it. And this was to be modern day Germany. In other words, you had two two sectors: one, the very poor, you know, the worker bees, nineteen eighty four, and the other, the future, you know, the the, the fields of Elysium. The, the black tie parties, the uh, the tennis lessons, the uh, you know the 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 upper you know the educational systems, the uh, the ascension to to great heights, and the endless lives. And it was all based. Klaus Schwab's entire Great Reset is based on Fritz Lang's vision. And Fritz Lang's vision is very Germanic, and that was predating. You know, obviously Nazis. So, I guess it's hard to kind of categorize when you look, because if you say Nazi, it's like, well, yeah, well, that's really the people, right? That's the National Socialist uh, People Republic or whatever, whatever they were calling it. But the roots of this whole spirituality that brought that go back into certain secret societies and certain... Uh, you know, I'm sure the, the cult of Pythagoras had something to do with it. You had all kinds of, you know, with the need at that time to, you know, uh, develop nuclear weapons and and uh, and, and 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 vehicles that that go into space that could beat uh, that can can go into space and you know beings from other realms and and then of course eventually that became the Collider, which is located in Switzerland, as is Klaus Schwab, as is his son lives in Switzerland. Klaus Schwab's son is, and I, you know, I understand that I will do what Mr. Schwab says. He's a great man. You know, they're, they're going to, there are people that are just programmed to behold themselves to that man. And Klaus Schwab is a white European man. And he says there'll be no white people. He's a white European man, Klaus Schwab.
and so is his son. His son's a young man. He contributes a lot of material to the WEF. He's very woke. You understand? They have no right to take your farm, Netherlands. They have no right to lock you down, New Zealand and Australia. They have no right in China. Of course, they took that over. It's a dictatorship. And they have no reason to lock you down for monkeypox and start on with all this airplane masking and all the rest of it. They've done so much damage that unless and until we, the people, adjudicate the COVID, the energy restriction and inflation, the fixed elections, going back to those midterms, unless we face the music, I mean 9-11 and the rest of it, and we face it and straighten it up, we will not really be here. And those who say that's bunk, we will be, you, you know, and, and, and say God this or God that to justify it. Uh, God also gave us logic. We have to use logic when we're looking at things to make decisions. We can't just go, well, it looks great when it when there's like a you know, hurricane coming. It's going to kill everything. I say we stay. We have got you know God's with us. You know we'll stay. You know, well, are you sure? And then if it gets wiped out, then you know the credibility is gone forever. You know, I think with God there's a certain amount of, you know, the Lord has a thing that He goes by, which is, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. When remember when Jesus was going to. You know, Satan told Jesus to jump off this, you know, jump off this high ridge, this high ledge, and that surely God wouldn't let him die. You know what I mean? Then he said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You know? Um, so when the thing is, is going the way, this is going, for example, um, we'd have to say, well, the projection isn't all that great because the people don't seem to be in regard of, of God, to be led by the Lord. And if I'm underestimating that, that's great. I, I, I hope I'm wrong on everything. I hope that, look, if, if I had my way, uh, this would straighten out with some decent elections and getting some good people in there and and yes, adjudicating the 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 wrongs of COVID and the wrongs of you know the mental illness of the children and things like that that needs to be adjudicated, doesn't it? These children have been made have lost two, three, four years of their lives, and they've fallen back that far behind. Now the rest of the world hasn't done that. No, they haven't. I've been looking at the Epoch Times, and they 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 keep up to date with that stuff. Oh yeah. It's America that's uh, that's fallen behind. You see, it's by design again. You know, and um, you hear these woke people go, "I'm really ashamed of my country." Well, then get out. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I really hate white people. Well, you're white. I hate white people and I hate America. You know, it's a, it's a it's racist, it's fascist, it's, it's evil. Well, then get out. Go where they, they like white people. No, I hate white people. Well, then kill yourself. There's your answer.
Okay, in other words, once again, insanity. The purpose of insanity is to drop the nation. That's about all I can do. I've, I've tried to figure out a way to hook people up to give them some real... Maybe I should read that section of Lamb to you guys because it's... I don't know if I can do a good enough job, but it's, uh, it's really, you know, it's small print, but it's, it's really... Um, the, the only, you can see, when things are falling apart in an apocalyptic way, like in the book Lamb, what was going on around the country? People were starting to have visions... People were starting to get dreams. They were, people were seeing the supernatural. Things were starting to happen. Big things were happening in the spirit, and everyone was tuned into it. So it, it might be that kind of thing, and you know, it, it may not be a you know completely. I'm not even looking for fault in it. You know, I'm I'm the human being is the human being. You know, they've they've. They become a I don't know. Cause I've seen great things out of humans. You know, when 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 people get focused on something. But I've also seen people in love with the dark side, if you will. And and they'll do anything for society. <laughs> so, as I try to figure out how to hook up, you know, I try to get people to see, experience Jesus. And I realize that, you know, well, part of it is that. Part of it is you have to lead by example. And I've not had the greatest example. I've been traumatized most of my life and just tried to heal and, Looks like I probably won't be completely healed before I die, but I, I will have made a lot of progress. It's okay. When you're dead, you're, you're healed. You know what I mean? You, when you're dead, you are healed. <laughs> I'll put it that way. You know, whatever people said to you, did to you, whatever kind of thing, that's where you have to forgive because you don't want anything to block you from, you don't want to be back here again. You know, just like a, a, a recycled slave over really be over and over and over again like a recycled slave here and you know Jesus never denied reincarnation Paul hinted at it I don't think it's a one to one thing I think it's a a mysterious the people that we're up against they do not believe in the soul Soul. They don't believe in the soul. They think when you're when you're dead, that's it. It's black, and that's it. So they're gonna do everything they can to get what they want in this world. Maybe the mistake we're making, or I'm making, is looking too much at the enemy. And I've I've tried to find you know pathways and chinks in the armor. I found one though. I found one. The enemy really, really hates to be mocked. I mean, to the point where they make it a real big deal. So getting a few... Um, 
you know, getting into that mocking tone. And I have done it with, you know, the... No, I don't doubt that these people have, you know, IQs that apply to worldly things. No one ever said that. When I say a fool, an idiot, I think people that do things that would anger the Lord that would prevent them from accomplishing their goals while they say they're accomplishing their goals, while they're getting slammed. Well, I know it's hard. I mean, you got to work on sin. We're all working on sin individually to be better people because you can't just you know blame everybody else. You, I'm part of it too. I'm in it too. I'm. I wouldn't even know about all these weaknesses if I didn't have to struggle through them myself. As you get older, it gets a little easier. But I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, you got that responsibility. You know the right thing. You know the right way. But without the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus, there is no way to really get over it. And even with that, people have to be patient sometimes because healing can come over 20 or 30 years. Sometimes healing is just being able to hang on with cancer and have another six months or a year and then that's it. And, and that was from, you know, a gift from God, you know. And also gratitude. It's, it's, it's a long... Oh, God, I always feel like I fail. Watch this thing on TV. It was so pathetic. Called Alone. It was on the History Channel. And these people were not allowed to say God or pray to God to help them in the wilderness. It was like having 10 people out there that are on a contest and see who can, and they're all isolated, and then they're being monitored, and who can, you know, and they film it. And it's like, who can last the longest? And I think they went something like, you know, maybe 75 days, 80 days, almost 90 days, maybe tops, 74 days, something like that. But whenever it was like they got a fish or they got a, that's going to help them get through another day, it's like they want to say, oh, God, fish. It's like, no, you want to say, thank you, God, for the fish. Thank you, Lord, that fish shouldn't have been there. There's no way that fish was just there on the beach. You put it there. Because you wanted me to survive. You helped me. Yeah. Back in the tent, can you imagine when you're alone how much you talk to God? Oh, yeah, just like all day long. <laughs> so they weren't allowed to do that. And these were all experts in uh, political correctness, number one. The youngest guy there, he says he was in a, he's in some kind of a, a pagan, some kind of like, um, pagan occultic band or something. And he was a real nice guy, a real nice kid, you know, trying to find his way. And he admitted he had no job to go back to, and they're all competing for about $500,000. But it's the last guy that wins it. And, um, you know, it could be the editors, you know, said, you know, cool it with the God stuff. And, and the editors cut around it. That could be too, you know. But 
some of them were getting such ill health and so bad that they were starting to get crazy. You know, they were starting to go insane. So a fish. I want to make sure that fish isn't contaminated. Usually I don't eat dead things I see on the beach, but it looks like it just uh, dropped out of the beak of, of a bird or something. I'll take it. You know, smell it, cook it. Just looks like it's going to be okay. I'm down to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, barbecue those bones too. Those bones get crispy and nice. I'm going to eat those bones. I'm going to eat everything, including suck the eyeballs out. Everything. On that fish. Thank you, Lord, they wanted to say. No, you can't say that. <laughs> it was so. These politically correct people deny the existence of man. They deny existence itself. They deny the truth. In the end, they were all Pledging, you know, they, they all miss their families, their wives, their fathers, their mothers. Their, they can't wait to get back. And they were getting lonely and upset and really into the deeper things. And... Um, In a sense, they, um, you know, they survived that as long as what I said, you know, not quite 90 days to the very end as the winter was coming in. Dodging bears, everything else. I mean, I would be, well, just the opportunity to be in nature. And when I'm in nature, I do talk to God. I think I talk to God a lot more when I'm just me and you know, the sea or the, you know, the wilderness. It's like I just need to talk to God about stuff. I'm, and I know this, that when there's, you know, really good talk going on, that may not be right away, but very soon it seems like there's results. You know, I had a premonition of, of uh, Dasha dying, I, I think, before she died. And uh, it was like, um, uh, it was like, uh, There's a premonition sort of based on, because we had to keep, you know, because she would bark at people, we had to keep telling her no, and, you know, eventually we're screaming at her, trying to tell her no, you know, stop, don't don't nip him, don't, you know, but we couldn't break her that, you know, I mean, it was just, it was just really tough. And so I just had this premonition that, you know, hey, you better appreciate her, she may be dead. You know, you don't want to talk any negativity into her, you know what I mean, by just repeating yelling at her all the time, you know what I mean? That's a, you want to decouple that right now. 
Because when things are spoken, they can happen too. So that's another thing to keep watch on. At the same time, you have to describe what's going on because the Lord demands that we tell the truth. He demands that I tell the truth. If I don't tell the truth, I, I, I'm in trouble with my God. I'm, I'm in trouble about the things I see because he made me kind of a watchman and, and I have to say the things I see as unpleasant as they are. And I don't want to say it. I want to have this like, well, God's going to take care of it. Don't worry. No, no worries. You know, love to have that. But if I don't say the truth, I get my ass kicked. So I have to. Other people don't. But me, no, that's not true. If there's some you know, emergency coming our way, if there's something happening like there was when the, when the COVID came, and we were prepared for it, weren't we? We knew. And we spread around the truth. That this was a man-made thing. This is something they're doing. They're using it to bring the Great Reset. They're doing all this stuff. And that helped us not take the jab. That helped us to be strong. So we had to not gloss it over. We had to say the truth. In save, saying the truth, we saved, I don't know, countless lives from, from well, you know, from, from just wondering if, if they've taken the shot, if they've uh, taken themselves out of the Lamb's Book of Life. You know, they said, well, no, that's not the mark of the beast. It's a test run for the mark of the beast. Well, yeah, well, it looks like it's uh, what it's doing in the system of people with all these boosters. It's creating a new communication system for control. Which would be the mark of the beast. And then finally, guys, last night I had this thought about whether this was the end times or not. And I can get a number of opinions out there. I know that uh, friends I have are, some say yes, some say no. So there's like a split in the opinion. And, and everyone can, I'm good with anyone's opinion. I don't have to align with me to be in, you know, to be friends with me. That's just ridiculous. We all have something to say. And, um, I don't know how a lot of people feel like if it is, but I was starting to think that, you know, this AI thing, this this hooking up to AI through these boosters, you know, and all the stuff we can see, you know, listen. That's my Bible app on the, yeah, several times a day, it goes, you want to hear what it says? Okay. Have faith and stay in prayer. <laughs> Amen to that. What happened to my... Hold on a sec. Okay, so here it is. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment into truth. He shall not fail or be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth and the isles shall wait for his law. Whoa. Okay. So, the Lord will bring judgment into the earth. I mean, I'm not even making this up. This is what it says. Look at this. Um, 
He shall bring forth judgment into the tr- in, into un- he shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail nor be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth, and the isles shall wait for his law. Um, that's another way of saying that the Lord's word will go everywhere that that basically Jesus and the sayings of Jesus go everywhere you know and and this is the truth when that when that goes where it's going to go where Jesus goes where he's going to go it upsets all the apple carts I'm the apple carts I mean all the uh, what is it all the were they apple what are they the, the carts the Overturn the money changers, the tables. He turns the tables, doesn't he? He goes here, he goes there, the tables get turned. They can't ever get their new world order their way. Well, first, they're not builders, we know that. So, no, they can pay someone to build a building. I mean, no one says that, that they want, but they're not build, you know, builders, you know, build. Like how Jesus built, rebuilds us. He makes us into something new. He builds our faith block by block within us till we're a new creation. Because I couldn't, like a lot of the things I'm doing now, I could never do 20 years ago. I didn't have that strength that, that I do now from being torn down and rebuilt. You know, just rebuilt instead of based on trauma, based on torture, based on mind control, based on, um, you know, abuse. It's based on love, based on strength, based on wisdom, based on goodness. And all these things come from the Lord. And you can have them. Anybody can have them. But the special thing that happens to people that are of God, you know, the children of the Most High God, is they, you know, they're, they're not just joint heirs in Christ, but they're in the inheritors of the kingdom. Because they're the ones that end up being the tabernacle of the Most High, where there's no further need of electricity or lights or you know, anything, it's just a completion, a picture of completion. And um, all the divisions that you see and all the wars always happen when solid matter and objects are divided against each other. They war until they come back together again. Did you know that? that chaos, right? And then all of a sudden it's just like, boom. It's like one thing again. So it's it's natural Wars are natural for human. And I try my best to uh, to stay out of it, you know, to stay distant. But this Klaus Schwab really rugs me the wrong way. I mean, he's, he's, he's such a cartoon character, you know. He's such a, a, a complete, you know, I mean, he... In a sense, lightweight. The things he says on the, on, you know, when he when he gets frustrated, he goes, "Well, then we'll just turn off the electricity until people obey us." You know, it's like, okay, that's your answer to the deep, profound questions of mankind. You dumb, blithering idiot. You bloviated hack. That's your answer. We will just turn off the electricity until they obey. Yeah. yeah. Because, see, that's a mentality of nothing. That's like a child. Yeah. Harari has really been influencing you, I can tell.
you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Again, what's amazing? Okay, I'm done. It's over. And we'll see you next time.